Nice to meet you too. <laughs> Raquel, right? Or yes. Or Raquel. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I forgot that this episode had that Raquel Welsh joke subplot. It does. <laughs> Every character says the name differently. I say Raquel. You say Raquel. Well, I say it like that because when I sit, when I introduce myself to people, they don't hear me correctly. So I have to like emphasize the ah, but I like say my own name, like Raquel. It's really Raquel. Okay. Okay. <laughs> There's uh, another episode before we get into this that stars uh, Raquel Welsh too. Do you remember the episode where it's Kramer wins uh, a Tony for no reason? No, I don't remember that one. Okay. Yeah. Raquel Welsh she is actually in that episode. Yeah. She is. Okay. Yeah. You know, nobody knows who that is anymore because no. that's the famous Raquel that I can like bring up. Yeah. So, other than you, that's kind <laughs> of it for me. <laughs> Not quite. So yeah, cool. Thanks for doing this with me. I'm just going to start it with like a little intro here. Yeah. And then uh, I have... Uh, 22 or 23 scenes we'll go through and just talk through. Let's watch the episode again. Like yeah, cool. I just watched it today. So um, welcome to Seinfeld. This is the um, podcast where I cherry pick episodes of Seinfeld to watch with yeah. people that I like. And we'll do a little chit chat about it. Um, on the pod. Yeah, excellent. Uh, my, my guest today is Raquel Cohen. Yes. Um, Tell me a little bit about, about yourself. You're a makeup artist. Yes, I'm a makeup artist here in Metro Detroit. Um, awesome. I do for like weddings and photo shoots and things like that. Okay, excellent. Do you have a chat program that's going off by any chance that's beeping? Oh, that's email. Boom. email. Okay, yeah, I'm hearing that. I hope that's getting recorded. <laughs> I've got emails, everyone. <clears throat> hey. Raquel uses email. I have email. Yeah. I'm on Which, the internet. You're on the internet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're not you're not behind. No. Okay. So yeah, makeup artist in the area does a lot of cool, cool photo shoots. Um, I see your photos on Facebook. Um, just I'm not sure what the the do people hire you to do that? Yeah. And okay, excellent. And then they're just doing shoots for yeah. what? Sometimes they're submitted for publication, but mostly it's just for art's sake. And then, you know, I'll do weddings, bar mitzvahs, whatever. Yeah. Whatever, whatever all, the Jew, all the Jewish holidays? All the Jewish holidays. All the Jewish holidays. So this is actually a perfect episode. We're talking about um, the Yada Yada, which is season eight, episode 19 of Seinfeld. Um, season eight is the season after Larry David left, just for um, the listeners. Um, so season eight episodes tend to be I feel a little zanier they're a little less rooted in like reality or realistic situations this one though to a degree is fairly realistic in terms of the things that we wanted to yeah. focus on um someone joining a religion <laughs> just for the okay. jokes um so anyway let me just jump in here um it opens up with a cold open um, they're peeing at a urinal together, Jerry and George. Um, and Jerry's got this little conversation, which by the way, I don't like this at all. I don't, I didn't, I, it did not age well. This no, <laughs> this, the peeing together part. No, I mean, so I don't, I don't want to be having conversations with my friend. I was wondering if that is a thing that men do. Obviously. I think, you know what, maybe since. Uh, there's, I was going to say since 9-11, but there's no real reason that urinal culture would have changed since 9-11. Um, but I was going to say, um, yeah, and people- now, now people just hold their phones, right? People tend to, yeah, yeah. Or are on a conference call. I've seen this at, at work. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. But anyway, so they have this little conversation about um, if they're on a desert island, what uh, five books would uh, George bring? And George is like, I got to read five books. <laughs> And I, and I I don't know if you relate to that. Do you read a lot? Um, I used to when I was younger. I'm just starting to get into it again. Um, yeah, I uh, shouldn't I? It's tough. I need to read more too. It's it's I can't. It's hard for me to keep uh, the attention going and not just. Uh, I feel yeah. like my attention span is very short these days. Yeah, and 
oh, maybe all my doom scrolling counts as reading. That's what I say with Reddit. Like I'm learning, I'm learning a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Every day I'm learning. Yeah. Cracking open a book, but um. It was yeah, like but if someone had to, if I had to answer, like bring five books with you to a desert island, I don't know if I have five that I care to read at this point even. Or like stuff I want to get into. Because I guess if I'm on a desert island, I would have to know that I liked them, right? Or someone uh, someone uh, suggested bringing the Bible. I guess that that could work. It's so like dense and boring, and you'd probably yeah. Um, but anyway, so George basically ends up. It sounds like he's got prostate issues at the end of this so cold open. Um, all right, we go into the second scene here. Uh, Marcy, who is George's uh, current girlfriend. Um, they're sitting at the diner, um, making a joke about George being naked um, in the hot tub. Yeah. Um, and then they immediately jump into the yada, yada, yada premise. Um, Jerry says that she's succinct, like dating USA Today, which I thought was cute. Yeah. Could, be, could have also said like a reader digest or something like that. Um, and then Tim Watley also comes in in this very first scene. The credits are still rolling, actually, during this. Tim Watley comes in and he's like, uh, what's he say? Um, I forgot what he says exactly, but he says something to like, I'm Jewish now. Yeah, I think he says, I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew, yes. Doesn't he? <laughs> Which is what I say when I walk into every room. Is that, people. Is, that is, is, is I'm a Jew um, politically sensitive? Correct. Um, Nowadays, there's anything wrong with it if you are a Jew. Okay. No. Well, sure. Okay. I guess. Uh, um, <laughs> I remember that Louis C.K. had a bit, you know, before he was canceled about the word Jew. Yes. And how the it's only offensive depending on how you say it. Correct. Yeah. 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 You just put a little stank on it. Yes, like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, don't... I think it's an offensive word in general. I think it's okay to say. And it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Also had a very similar premise where they call someone a Jew, and and one of them is like, "Hey, you can't. It's Jewish person, not you can't say." But so, to a Jewish person, it's an interesting word, right? Because Louis Louis's point is correct. You just got to put a little stink on it. It becomes a slur. Yeah. And I remember one time in high school, I had Googled the word Jew. Yeah. But, um, and like a bunch of like disclaimer, like links came up that like you, what you might find is like some offensive content. And that's like the only word that I've ever Googled that like had that. I don't know if it still does that. I haven't weird. Googled Jew in a long time. Yeah. Weird. Like I'm going to, I'm going to do it right after this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take out your phone and Google it right now. Yeah. Um, so, okay, Tim Watley comes in, he announces that he's a Jew, and Jerry says, welcome aboard. Um, and then he, uh, Tim Watley talks about the workout he did being a Jewish workout. Yes. Is this a thing? Do you know about? No, I've Is... never heard that outside of, you know, I first saw this episode when I was like eight years old. And like a lot of these jokes kind of like went over my head. But no, in, in my like adulthood, I've never heard the Jewish workout joke. Is it this? Is it kind of like uh, referring? Is it? Alluding to a Schwitz, maybe? A Schwitz. Oh, maybe. I is know that... I that angle. Okay. Dude, and I am. No, yeah. I don't know. I've also listened to a lot of other, not a lot, a couple of other Seinfeld podcasts where some of this stuff may have come up before. So it's like some of these ideas may not be original. Yeah, but I, I that's not like a, a thing that I know of. Okay. Okay. But the, the audience seemed to love it. Like okay. they laughed pretty hard at that joke. I don't, I didn't quite get it. To me, it, it didn't it didn't hit. I maybe didn't get it either. Like they knew it was supposed to be a joke, so they just laughed. Yeah, maybe <laughs> it's just <laughs> one of those like. Laugh on TV. Yeah. The intonation. Yeah. True. Yeah. Because have you ever seen a live taped television show? Um, I went to a taping of Jerry Springer once. Okay. Do they they hype you up? Right. You're supposed to like when it's time to cheer, like get real cheery and. Yeah, like... in the beginning, in the before the episode even started. The, before the episode started, Jerry came, Jerry came out and he like told some jokes. Yeah, oh, like, he was his own. Uh, his own that's awesome, actually. Yeah. He's um he was the mayor of fucking Cincinnati. Yeah, tells he, jokes. He a prostitute with like a personal check. Wasn't that his? Project? Hey, that's just right up there with being mayor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, now we need to demo her. 
I don't remember this story, but that's cool. <laughs> that's cool as hell. That's the only that's a live taping that I've been to. Um, I think I've seen like videos of live tapings. Yeah, I saw a couple of tapings of that show at midnight. Do you remember that with Chris? It's Hardwick. Hardwick, yeah, yeah. Is he has he been canceled? I don't remember. Uh, he actually has. He has. Okay. He was not kind to his. He used to date. Oh yes. John, John John Dykstra's daughter, and she. It was a really like harrowing account of. Yeah, we don't have to get into it. But yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Okay. He's canceled. Yes. Yeah. All right. So next scene, uh, we're. Show though that was a funny show. It was a funny show. Yeah. Yeah. It was a funny show. Guests on it. That were yeah. And the reason I brought it up was, well, yeah, those are the my only experiences with an in studio being an in studio audience, and they definitely are like, you know what? If something's funny, like really laugh. It's a comedy show. Like you got it. And we're like, no, I'll laugh if I want to. Yeah. I don't know. But um, so we're now we're in Jerry's apartment. Um. Jerry's complaining to Elaine. Have you seen this new thing that's come out about Jerry's apartment about how it's um like like the layout of it would not never work? It's that impossible. Was, yeah, it's impossible. That's all I could think about when I was watching it. Is like I'm like, where are these people coming from, and how does he afford that enormous apartment in New York City? Yeah, it's I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. It was more feasible. Yeah, that hallway is is at an angle because he's got that angle. And I've never seen him ride that bicycle that's on the wall. No, never, never, never. That's just for show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. Yeah, no, no, that's cool. Um, so Jerry's complaining to Elaine about Tim Watley already making Jewish jokes. He just converted. And they talk about booze and Elaine's like, people get drunk when they first turn 21. And Jerry's like, booze is not a religion. And <laughs> I love Elaine's, tell that to my father. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah. A lot of great lines in this episode. There's a good lot of good lines. Yeah. Um, a lot of quick scenes too. Cause like the fucking last scene, when we get to it, it wraps up like all the storylines in one in one scene. <laughs> um, so then Beth Luckner uh comes up in conversation. Do we know I don't know if we know who Beth Luckner is at this point in the series? I think she may have shown up prior to this. Um, but apparently you don't remember. Yeah. Um, but apparently Jerry and Elaine both know her and she's gotten divorced and remarried. I think Jerry liked her though. Yeah, yeah Jerry liked her. And in that whole, in that meantime, she's already gotten married and divorced and remarried. Yeah. And Jerry, this is where he says, I, I got to get on that internet. I'm late on everything. Yeah. Now I think it's kind of funny because like in 1997 or 98. 98. Okay. I, I looked at, Wikipedia the episode as well, just to see when it aired. That's good. I remember watching it on TV. Like now, take well, you weren't that old, so 1998. I don't think um, there wasn't really anything online where you would be able to. It's there was no Facebook where you'd see like an update, like oh, Beth Luckner got married. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You can text her i guess yeah I there was no social, social yeah. media to speak of so it's kind of a prescient joke isn't it like because it's silly you got to get on the internet to find out news about your friends it's very interesting um and people you met at a party once that your facebook friends with for some reason yeah <laughs> like uh this person's life is so important to me and i only met them once yeah like, yeah oh, yeah Dave, that's so nice yeah so anyway they're talking about beth Luckner and her current husband arnie um and they want to adopt a baby uh then they go past that part um kramer and mickey uh walk in and they're both wearing the same shirt um in my opinion kramer looks better in the shirt i wasn't i guess i don't think i was thinking about that because they're like who looks better and then they do a little like fashion show for elaine they do a little twirl and Elaine's like, well, you're both so striking. Yeah. I mean, all yeah. of Kramer's shirts are pretty hideous. Yeah. I mean, that I think it looks better on Kramer just because it's a more Kramer style shirt. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because like, he really wears like polo shirts and. Solid. Yeah. 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 He's a, he's a serious actor. Yes. Yeah. So it turns out that they picked up two women at the Gap. <laughs> Which is. <laughs> I feel like that's such a 90s thing. Like the Gap. Yeah. 
you're shopping for jeans at the Gap. I definitely bought jeans at the Gap uh, in the in the late 90s in college. Yeah. I'm thinking about the SNL skit with um, David Spade and Adam Sandler where they're two girls that were- And Chris Farley. And Chris Farley. Oh yeah, he's like, lay off me, I'm starving. That was yeah, weird. yeah. <laughs> where, they, where they tell everyone they just got to cinch it. Yeah. <laughs> what does it mean? Like wrap it around your waist? The cinch is to um like like when you have like a drawstring. Yeah. That's like it like cinches it, it takes it in. What were they ever referring to though? Like tying a flannel shirt around your well, they, waist? They, um, see, I'm not sure. I, th- I wasn't sure if they wanted them to sew the pants or like tie it. Or, yeah, like, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> rough. Said, just gotta cinch it. Yeah, just gotta cinch it. That's a great. That is a good sketch. I've never been um picking anybody up at the gap though i know people used to go to the mall to like to like get dates yeah to get dates but that i've never i've never been part of that world yeah, same. i can't imagine uh engaging with anyone in like public besides like cordial yeah like that. yeah 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 <laughs> so basically the premise here now is that kramer and mickey have picked up these two girls they don't even know the girls names yeah. They are somehow going to arrange a date with both of them, a double date. So what happened? Did they write down one phone number? That's the po- another point I wanted to get to is like, you know, people in this show, I mean, this happens all the time. We'll just burst in through the door. Yeah. Like, did they call Jerry before they just, you know, came busting into his apartment? No, definitely they didn't do that. But with the, the date. Episode, how, did, how did George know that Jerry was at the church? At the confessional oh yeah there's so many mistakes yeah there's so many like maybe he's on the internet he's got gps services turned yeah. on or something i don't know online you've got yeah, those the, those are good points but i'm just wondering like about this date setup so they picked up these women at the gap right so these women are like here are our phone numbers no names next to the phone numbers yes. and it's it's on one sheet of paper they so they don't know it's not like one number for kramer one number for mickey it's two numbers or maybe it's one of their phone numbers on one sheet of paper and they gave it just to Mickey. I don't know. Maybe so crazy. Off, maybe off screen, they said, let's go to this restaurant at this time on this day. Yeah, oh, yeah. maybe, maybe. And they agreed upon that. And, uh, and they just didn't mention it. Okay, perhaps. Yeah, they would show up. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Um, all right, so let me move to the next scene. They're in George's car. Marcy is telling George about... Um, how she ended up getting a free facial and a massage somehow. Um, and then George brings up, oh, you're very succinct. Um, and then after that, he's like, uh, this is a nice, Marcy's like, this is a nice car. Is it a, it's a Cadillac, is this yours? And he's like, no, it's my mom's car. And she asked him what his relationship with his parents is. And he gets to use the yada, yada, yada for the first time. He's like, they gave birth to me and yada, yada. You can gloss over. My, I can gloss over my whole life with yada yada. yada. I think it's pretty amazing, yeah. and that's such a perfect tool for a George type of character. I um, my relationship with my parents is sort of like that, where it's like, yeah, we don't need to go into it. It's yeah, you know, I'm not that tight with my family. They're fine. Yada yeah. yada yada. You know. Um. All right. So Have we you get to earnestly use yada 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 in conversation. You know what? Um. Blah, blah, blah. Now, I do blah 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 quite a bit <laughs> quite a bit I did in a meeting today in a demo um for my project manager and I will you know when in a, one of these scenes Elaine goes da 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 yeah there's a lot of uh more questions more that. questions da 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 she, she's explaining to Arnie what happened and then he yells at her um I do da 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 kind of once in a while I never da 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 before but I it's might fun. Yeah, now you will. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, now we're at the uh, restaurant with uh, Kramer and Mickey and the two women. They're on the date. Um, so I asked you a question earlier, going on style and hair and looks, which woman of this pair would you want to go on the date with? They looked so similar to me, but I think I liked the sweater of the one on the left. She had like a rainbow. Yes. Brown pattern sweater. Yes. And that was a more my vibe, I think. That's what I went with too. All right. Ding, ding. All right. That's all I wanted to know. But so it's funny before I watched the episode today, I never kept track of who's who. I didn't know those women's names. Could they have picked more boring, like women to play these characters? I think that was the point though, that 
they were so bland that it made it even more difficult to tell them apart. Yeah. Like, which one do you want? Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't even yeah, matter. It doesn't like, even matter. They're, yeah. They're just like nothing. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty yeah. great. <laughs> so um, Kramer and Mickey are sort of competing with each other with these women um they're just telling like lies essentially mickey's shirt is 100 cotton and some wool exactly. both girls like the shirt kramer has the same shirt everyone likes kramer's shirt um then they go mickey is an actor kramer enjoys polo mickey likes the beach kramer's aunt <laughs> has been ill of late mickey <laughs> owns a tuxedo that was i don't know why that one was the funniest one to me it's pretty fucking funny. Like, why does he own it? Own it? I mean, so I guess. I guess you mo you rent them normally, right? You normally rent a tuxedo, but I could see finding a little person tuxedo hmm. on short notice, perhaps being tricky. I don't know what's that. He made like a short, not a short. He didn't say short notice, but there was a joke later in the episode. Oh. That he makes that like a little person's expense. Okay. Okay. Oof. It was George, right? Um, I don't remember who said it. Actually. Okay. Okay. But anyway, this little bit with the Merlot where they're all like, I love Merlot. I live for Merlot. And then the waiter's like, we're out of Merlot. And then Kramer's physical um, clattering of the plates there yeah, is so, so hilarious to me every time I see it. So, I mean, despite what he is as a person in real life, he is so like brilliant. His like gesticulations and like all his little like idiosyncrasies as Kramer. Yeah. So funny. Yeah, I mean, it seems yeah. like they're so, they're so calculated and set up yet so like fluid and accidental at the yeah, same time. Exactly. Yeah, it's great. Um, so anyway, uh, so Arnie and Beth want to adopt this baby. So Elaine is one of their like- References. References. I was going to say witnesses. That's not references. Um, and Beth's like, make us sound good. And then they go in. So Elaine goes in and starts talking to the guy. Uh, they go out to dinner sometimes and they see movies. And she goes on about how they were seeing striptease one time. I, and, and Arnie yelled at her during the credits, would you shut up? Yeah, so that's like the only story she has about him is him yelling at her. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> and the guy is just, his face keeps changing like worse and worse as the story goes on. Like, you're not doing a good job here, lady. Yeah. But they're great people, she says. Next scene, we're in the dentist's office. Um, Jerry's already in the chair with the, the bib and George walks in out of nowhere, like you were saying earlier. I don't know how he knew Jerry. Did he also have an appointment? No, he's just at the dentist because I guess he knew Jerry had an appointment. You know, I think Jerry did mention he had an appointment. He's like, oh, I'm going there tomorrow. Yeah. Probably tomorrow. But he doesn't say like what time. Yeah. And I've never been to a doctor's office where another person that's not like with you can just like barge into the like examination room. Yeah. I really doubt that that uh, would be... <laughs> possible was that a thing in the 90s that i didn't know about well you know hipaa rules actually didn't exist until like late it 90s didn't? i think I yeah yeah so i don't know what the deal was with medical records prior to that but um yeah and was, there's a total open barge-in policy too in the 90s <laughs> you just go into any nobody's nobody's doors locked in new york city no it was like small town small townsville usa and Gilmore Girls. Yeah, like, I don't know that show, but I bet that's true. There's a podcast where they dissect every episode of that show, and it's oh, I bet. <laughs> it's different. Yes. Uh, so anyway, Elaine does a terrible job. Um, Jerry, they're in the dentist's office. Uh, oh, you're here. Oh, you're in here. Ugh, you're in here. And then <laughs> George, I don't even know what George is there for. He's just like playing with the stuff, and he's like, "I'll leave when the guy comes in." And then asks like Watley, Tim Watley to assess his tooth chirping, tooth hissing. Should tooth make noises? Yeah. Great. <laughs> <Right. laughs> and then he said chirping as one of them. Yeah, chirping. What does that even mean? Do your teeth ever make noises, Raquel? Um, one time I bit into a ring pop and I broke a filling, and there was, I think I did hear like a like a 
crunch noise. Okay, but not a consistent crunch. No. Consistent. no. Like There's I can hear I can hear them when I'm biting down. Like right. my jaw is shifting a little bit and I can kind of feel the thing. But no. no George's just, teeth are fucked up. Individual teeth have never Yeah, no, never never hissed. <laughs> never yeah, the hissing. That was good. So Watley is like, all right, it is cavity time. And then he just starts going into a joke about a rabbi and Raquel Welch. Is it the, I don't know. It's some joke where the, the punchline is, those aren't matzo balls. No, what was it? A rabbi and a farmer. Oh, yeah, it's a rabbi and a farmer. Raquel Welch joke didn't have anything to do with being Jewish. No, no, that was the buoys. Yeah, it was, it was actually a Catholic joke. Yeah, that was, that was the punchline. And I'm like, what is the setup to this joke? Yeah, I want to know. How do you get yeah. to those aren't buoys? So yeah. Is that, what, like, what could the setup possibly be to this joke? You have to reverse engineer this. Right. You gotta yeah. Turn it. Yeah. You gotta do it yeah. So then Jerry confronts Tim about being Jewish and all of a sudden doing the Jewish jokes. And he's like, well, Jerry, it's our sense of humor that's sustained us for 3,000 years. Actually, it's 5,000. 5,000, even better. I know so many jokes about that, too. Do you? And like, um, like a Jew and a Chinese person are talking, and um, they're both going on about their cultures, and the Chinese, and the, um, I think the, the Jewish guy says, oh, the, Jew the Jewish culture has been around for 5,000 years. And then the Chinese person says, Oh, we've been around for 3,000 years. But the punchline is, where did you eat for 2,000 years? Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. very funny. I like it. I like it. I didn't tell it right. No, I, I get it, though. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah like, I get it. Both Chinese people and people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I, um, you know, I just finished the Sopranos TV series recently, and there's there's some pretty heavy uh, Jewish representation, like Orthodox representation there. There's a large community in, uh, well, they're in New Jersey and New York City. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, how steeped in Judaism are you? Um, I'm. I don't really practice now, but I did go to a Jewish day school. For okay. High school, uh, which is, um, you know, like a religious school, like interesting. Yeah. But um, okay. we had to go to like a prayer service every day kind of thing. And then half the day was devoted to Jewish studies. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. We had like rabbinics class, Bible class. And then I had to, we took modern Hebrew as well, which I was awful at. Wow. So you could read some Hebrew. I can read it. Yeah. And, um... and, you know, I had a bat mitzvah. I went to, and before I went to Jewish day school, I went to Hebrew school every Sunday and every Tuesday. Okay. I think Thursdays too. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. That's a lot of religion. That's, that's a lot to have. When I think about it. I guess it was. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't really have that as a Hindu, um, but I had Muslim friends who, um, you know, would have to pray five times a day. And my parents weren't really like that with Hinduism. That's not a thing in Hinduism, first of all, but then also like we weren't really steeped in it, as I said <laughs> earlier. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's fascinating to me. Um, but you don't really, there's no like levels of like observance though. Yeah. It's an inter, well, it's an interesting religion for that. Cause you're not like automatically cast out if you're not like following it to the letter. Oh, sometimes it's like, uh, you know, it's like, Oh, if your mother's Jewish and you're Jewish, no matter what, even if you've never go to synagogue. Right. Yeah. Or, and that's more like a cultural thing rather than. I think it's, yeah, it's very much a cultural thing. Everything someone who doesn't practice that much I and when I was watching this episode I thought of like wow so much of my identity is wrapped up in um I'm a Jew <laughs> being Jewish <laughs> and, um, yeah it's like a very much a cultural thing yeah that's yeah I find it fascinating it's very interesting but I think um, any, uh, faith or nationality I think has their own identity that I, sure. I think I don't know what it is about Judaism specifically that. Uh, well, I think there's really no because there, you know, initially was no country to have it be from. Mm -hmm. So it just kind of is the it's Jewish. It's just kind of like this floating right. entity of like, oh, we have no homeland or whatever. Right. Yeah. Instead of uh, being from a certain place, I think. I don't know. 
yeah and you know be, you know my whole life people have said like oh you look jewish and i'm like what does that mean i mean uh, i know i do know what it means but it's yeah. not uh anybody can be jewish it doesn't any skin color or you're right yeah Oh, yeah. any anybody can be. So I was like, mm, "What does that mean?" It is, yeah. <laughs> Explain <laughs> only, say, only say that after after they somehow find out that I am. Right, so, right, you know, right. <laughs> I don't for you to say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Um, so then the uh, that scene ends with uh, Tim Watley requesting a stickle of fluoride. That was hilarious. <laughs> It's a, like a personal, like inside joke in my family, Stickle, because I had an aunt from Poland and yeah. she came to at my dad's house once. And she's like, in the morning, I like a Stickle cheese, which means Stickle in Yiddish means like a piece. Oh. Small. Okay. So I always joke about the Stickle cheese. Cheers. Stickle cheese. <laughs> I'm so happy it's actually a thing that people yeah. use in real vocab. Okay. That's cool. Yiddish. For cool. Awesome. Pizza. That's awesome. But I laughed really hard when you said that. I, I forgot. <laughs> it's I <said> cute. That. <laughs> All right. um, that's like, you know, he's pretty good at being Jewish for being like a recent convert. Yeah, like for being part of Jewish one day, he's like, oh my God, I picked up all this Yiddish. Like, yeah, to throw in the random Yiddishisms. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll just be talking to somebody and be like, oh yeah, it's just like a lot of Michigas. Yeah, he like trained in like <laughs> Brooklyn in the fucking Orthodox community or something for like <laughs> 72 hours. And he's like, he's in, he's in fully. Yeah. His uh, training classes were very like intense. Man. Yeah, intense, man. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so we get back to Jerry's apartment and he's again complaining about Tim Watley to Elaine. Uh, you know, he accuses him of converting to Judaism for the jokes. Um, <laughs> There's a funny phone gag here where a telemarketer calls and asks if he's interested in the New York Times. And uh, he's like, yes, and then just hangs up. That was funny. Which gets a big um, audience reaction. The audience loves it, I've noticed on Seinfeld, when he is mean to telemarketers. Is that a running gag throughout the show? Yeah, he's done okay. it several, several times, yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. But uh, anyway, um, Kramer and Mickey again burst in. It's just, it seems like a repeating. It's Jerry and Elaine complaining about Tim Watley. Then Kramer and Mickey Kramer burst. And Mickey always together. They're going to the gap together. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever they're in an episode together, they're like best friends in that episode. But he's not in every episode. No, 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 no. He's not. He's busy at the actor's studio. He's a serious actor. Yes. He's at, yeah. um, he's with James Lipton at Pace University. I mean, that's yeah. where he is. Yeah. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, they're talking about, um, they don't know the girl's name still. They don't know who's whose type. Kramer makes a knock at Mickey about how he's been married three times and how everybody's his type. So they have a physical fight. Oh, and then the other thing is every time they're in an episode together, they have a physical altercation. There's always like blows between Mickey and Kramer when they're together. Yeah, every time. Was um, there a winner of that fight? I don't, I'm trying to think. Was there a clear winner of the physical fight? Well, Mick, uh, Jerry and Elaine have to restrain Mickey because it right. looks like he's the one that flies off the handle because Kramer yeah. kind of insulted him. So, um, and then they make up and they're like, all right, no one wears the shirt next time. We'll look like idiots. And then they, um, uh, they leave. Next well, scene, oh. again, they've already seen it. That too, yeah. That's, that's that. Yeah, we've already seen it. Yeah, that's why they look like idiots. <laughs> it's like one of them wears the fucking shirt, and it's like, what? We've seen this damn shirt. Two dates in a row wear the same shirt. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other person though. Right. Yeah. It's also weird to keep doing double dates. Like, as the second date, like, yeah. is also a double date. I mean, do you? Do you and your girlfriend go on like, well, I mean, COVID times, but like, is that like a thing? Do people go on double dates a lot? I only really did it. I've done it a handful of times in my life. Yeah, I think so. I have too. Back when I was married, there was a couple we would go maybe have a dinner once in a while. And then it happened in like California when I was dating somebody, but mm -hmm. not, not really. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, there's hanging out with friends, but it doesn't have to be another couple. No, yeah, I'm talking specifically another couple, but yeah. That's to me, that's like what a double date is. Like, you yeah, talk. definitely. And they do it a lot on this show, George and Jerry and uh, their dates. 
do it. It's like such an awkward like situation. I wouldn't want anybody to be on my date with me. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's clearly just to get all of them in the same room together to make jokes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So um, anyway, now we're at the coffee shop. George and Marcy are talking and George yada yada is over his whole engagement to Susan, who if 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 you don't know is dead yeah i'm I, you do know this but using envelopes right and she just yeah she's licking the envelopes and she dies yep so he gets to yada yada over that whole thing and then marcy has a story about her ex coming over late last night and she was getting out of the shower and yada 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 i'm really tired today <laughs> she's so casually crazy she's so casually crazy and she's like so confident too about it yeah, it's like not a problem. Like I'll yada yada over the important stuff here, but yeah. still gonna still gonna tell the story <laughs> with my current boyfriend about how my ex came over. Yeah, I'm. I was unclear if they were just starting to see each other or if they. I guess they weren't in an exclusive relationship yet. I feel like it's early in the relationship because otherwise George would have been like, "What the fuck? You're, yeah, you're we're done." Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. but he doesn't know definitively if it's a sex yada yada. He doesn't know, but it's got to be, right? Well, that's what he asked later. Was that a sex yada yada? Uh, yeah, yeah. And that's a funny scene. Let's yeah, actually skip over a little bit of this because um, time might be running low on the okay. Zoom recording. Um, okay. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Elaine runs into Arnie and Beth and they um, ask if Elaine could have said anything uh, that mentioned his temper. She's just, this is where she's like, yada, 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 da, 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 da. more questions, more questions. She gets out of it. Um, oh no, that's not where she does that. She does that later, I think. But anyway. Um, I think they know they knew it was Elaine that- Yeah, her. it's probably like the only one that was kind of evasive in like yeah. telling them what she said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now we're back at the dentist office and Father Curtis is there and uh, Jerry's talking to him, uh, accuses him of liking Tootsie Pops. Um, Watley comes out and starts telling a Catholic joke. I think this is the Bowie's joke he starts to tell here. Yeah. Whatever. And the, those are Bowie's is the punchline. Or they're not Bowie's. One or the other. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm going I'm going to Google that after. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real joke yeah. yeah all right so now we're back in the restaurant um so kramer and make- said that he's also making catholic jokes because it's like well he's jewish now but he can still make catholic jokes yeah because he used to be catholic right yeah and then jerry's like we'll just skip this scene up to now but jerry um was like if he if he gets polish citizenship he's got like the whole like he's unstoppable yeah, we got control. yeah yeah I don't think the Polish joke is as popular these days as they used to be. Was that a thing? It was so much more popular in the 80s, I think. Like okay. po- the Polish dumb jokes, like the submarine with the screen door and that kind of shit. Yeah. Not as popular these days. <laughs> so they don't even know who's who. They go crazy trying to pick a chair at this restaurant. And it seems like Mickey just seems to go wherever Kramer goes. So Kramer yeah. goes to this chair, Mickey chases him. Kramer then tries to go to the other chair, Mickey goes after him there. So Kramer's being really chill about this, I think, and Mickey's the one that's like... Yeah, for especially for Kramer, who's not uh, chill, generally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's being pretty chill. Um, all right, now we're at Jerry's. They're talking about the hand me the buoys joke. This is where he says the Polish stuff. Um, oh, yeah, okay. And this is where George comes in and starts talking about how Marcy yada yada sex. And okay. Elaine says she has yada yada sex. She met a lawyer. We went to dinner. I had the lobster bisque, yada yada yada. I never heard from him again. Um, he goes, well, you skipped over the good part. And she goes, I told you about the bisque. I mentioned the bisque. Yeah. What's your opinion on bisque? Do you, do you eat a bisque? Delicious. Yeah. Delicious. Especially lobster bisque. So good. Yeah, that's not kosher, you know. It's not. It's, it's a trace. Yeah. Kosher. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Um, what am I saying here? So let's skip over to. Okay, so now we're back at the coffee shop. Um, George and Marcy are talking about the yada yada, 
George says he, I don't want any more yada yadas. I want to know the whole story. Um, and basically it turns out Marcy is pretty much just like a kleptomaniac, I guess. Yes. Cause she's, where she, she went to Bloomingdale. She stole a Piaget watch. Um, she got a massage and a facial and skipped out on the bill. Yeah. That's... <laughs> and she is so cavalier about it. Not only cavalier, she's like proud of it. As if that's a thing that it's a, that's like a normal thing that everybody just liked to like, Oh, it was a rainy day. So I just thought I'd shoplift and then skip out on the, like she was so like gleeful. It's about... like, a, I thought <laughs> I treat myself, you know, <laughs> like it's so like normal. Yeah, treat yourself today. Yeah, you know, I never I never treat myself. So I stole a watch and got yeah. a free facial. But yeah. yeah. Um, but then uh, she's like, well, what about your yada yada? What about your engagement? And the look on George's face is just like panic, essentially. You're kind of like, See, just uh, yeah, just cut. Do you think you told her? Or, or yeah, do you think you told her what happened? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure he would have to at that point, right? Yeah. I don't yeah, think. I yeah, I'm not really sure. Um, where are we at now? But his his Yadalada is a light. I mean, you know, that wasn't his fault. She's Marcy, you know, intentionally stole. Yes. He didn't kill his fiance. Right. Exactly. George yeah, but everybody fault. thinks George killed his fiance though. Like in in a lot of not ever not his friends but like yeah, other people yeah 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 all right so um we're in the church now and Jerry needs to talk to Father Curtis um, he comes in and calls a nun mother instead of sister yeah. it was kind of just a cute thing and then he kneel uh, he sits on the kneeler which honestly I probably would have done too exactly what I was about to say I would have totally done that yeah to me to oh, I'd be like why is this bench so small and low to the ground yeah and then I, would, I would still sit on it it's a lot of <laughs> kneeling in Catholicism um but uh he doesn't know he knocks on the confession window like it's his like friend's house or something he's like knock 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 well, father Curtis comes out hours like he's a university professor too. you're right yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he complains to him about Watley. He's offended as a comedian, not as a Jewish person. Because I think the best joke of the show, of the episode. Really? As a Jew, he goes, are you, you go, the priest goes, are you offended as a Jewish person? He goes, no, I'm offended as a comic. Yeah, you like that? That's your favorite line? Yes. Yeah, all right, there you go. <laughs> Raquel's favorite line from the show. Um, yeah. Father Curtis is amused by the... She says these aren't buoys joke um, <laughs> and laughs for quite a long time. He's like, one second. <laughs> uncomfortably too long, yeah. yeah, uncomfortably long time. And then Jerry decides to tell a joke between the about the difference between sadists and dentists. Yeah, and he looks and then the he looks very sus about that. He's like, hmm. Yeah, odd yeah. that this Catholic priest is so upset about the joke about dentists. Well, <laughs> um, but yeah. And then George pops into the confession booth just as a nice ending joke. Like George just knows where Jerry is at all times. Yeah, was he? Did he walk to the church with Jerry? Was he? No. Off screen, sitting in a pew, and we didn't see him. No. Like, how does he know? And how does he know which confession booth he's in? He's fucking tailing Jerry the whole the whole episode. He he just knows stalker. where he's at. Yeah, stalker, stalker. Yeah. All right. So now Kramer is at Karen's house for their date. We know he, her name is Karen now. Yeah, now I know that one's Karen. And it turns out Karen's parents are little people like Mickey. Yes. Um, so that's going to come up later. Now we're back in the coffee shop. Arnie and Elaine are meeting with um, with each other to discuss the testimony that she gave to the adoption agency. That's she ties, this yeah. is where she goes, blah, 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 more questions, more questions, da, 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 da. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's where that is. And then Arnie yells at her to shut up. Several times. Yeah, several times. So then Elaine has to admit that she said he yelled at her at the movies, and that's why they're not getting the kid. And well, you're then not baby. She said that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But then she somehow promises to straighten it all out. And he's like, Don't screw it up. And I like this. She's like, 
Again with the yelling, not a fan of the yelling. I use that not a fan of the blank. That joke all the time and I didn't even, it didn't occur to me that it might be from something. Yeah, not a, not a fan of the blank, yeah. Um, but anyway, so next scene, we're back at the dentist's office and Watley is being particularly sadistic to Jerry um, yes. during this appointment because he's pissed. Pain on purpose. Yeah, he's putting him in pain on purpose um, because Jerry made light of the struggle of the dentist. Of the dentist. <laughs> that, I, I changed my mind. I think that whole subplot might be my favorite part. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the anti-dentite stuff. They have the highest suicide rate among any profession. Maybe you think they should go to their own special schools. Yeah, that's where Jerry, this is that's a bit later. That's actually my favorite, where that we'll skip we'll skip right to that. Actually, it's the very next scene. Kramer is sickened by Jerry's anti-dentite humor. And uh Jerry's just like, Wally's from Jersey. And Kramer's like, and now he's a full-fledged American. As though people from Jersey were not Americans. Like, does Kramer, was he joking then? Or does he not know about New Jersey? I, you know, you have no idea, actually. It's just one of those things <laughs> that Kramer said, says. And then and then Kramer's like, next thing you, you'll be saying they should have their own schools. <laughs> Jerry's like, yeah. they have their own, they do have their own schools. Dental school, yes. Yes. So funny. Um, discrimination, I mean, I don't like going to the dentist because, you know, sharp, pokey things are on the mouth. Yeah. And actually, so I haven't been to the dentist since prior to COVID. So it's been a while. Yeah. And um, is there discrimination against like dentists as people though? I never, I didn't know that was a thing. You never I shout, hey, Denty. Hey, Denty. Oh. Yeah. Hey, dentist. <laughs> actually, I did bridal makeup uh, last week for, and one of the bridesmaids was a dentist. Oh, and so well, I that must've been awkward. Because I'm an anti-dentite. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm an anti-dentite. I'm just like scared of, I'm not, uh, I don't have anything against the dentists themselves. They're just doing their job. Yeah, just, don't hate the player, hate the game, I guess. Yeah. Which is very nice. Cool, cool. And so, uh, not convert to Judaism for the jokes. <laughs> I don't even Excellent, excellent. <laughs> All right, we're almost through here. Um, so Elaine goes back to the adoption agency. Um, and her offer to the guy is, we can do this the easy way or we can do this the fun way. Now, the fun way is having sex with it. That's in implied, yes. And what's the easy way? Him just giving them the baby? I think he said like the hard way. No, she says we can do this the easy way or the fun way. Yeah, I think just giving, just like... um just giving in and just giving them the baby. Now, why would he choose that? I have no idea. And why would Elaine put that up on the table as two choices? Yeah, she would, <laughs> I think like, if, if you were going to do that, you would just go in and say like, my friends need this baby and I'll do whatever. She should have said hard way, right? Hard way insinuates, oh, I'm gonna get some like yeah, gangsters no on your ass and yeah. like very low rough you up. Uh, question, yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> both easy. One is just more fun, right? Right. Yeah, I guess it's just such like, a, well, why are you putting that on the table then if the easy way would have worked? I think it was meant to be like rhetorical. It's weird, like, though. They're, it's they're just leaving this office and they're going to get their baby. I'm calling it bad writing. I think you're right. Yeah. Larry David would never have let that happen. Yeah, no, not at all. He wouldn't. He'd be like, this doesn't make sense. Take it out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So anyway, she ends up fucking the guy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't show it. Also, they don't show it. They don't show it. But uh, Beth. He looks terrified. During that scene? Yeah. Yes, he looks he looks like horrified as as any, you know, anybody would be, I think. If, if someone was like, we can do this the easy way or we could do this the fun way. Wouldn't you be like smiling ear to ear? Yeah. yeah I don't know. I mean, I mean, she is like, I mean, she is beautiful. Julia, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is beautiful. I mean, he's a, he's like a nerd, probably can't handle Elaine Bennis. It makes sense. I mean, we don't know him, though. He, he sucks. Know. He sucks. He, do <laughs> he sucks. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Beth is talking to Jerry at his apartment now, and Beth and Arnie are breaking up. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and Jerry kind of wants Beth to focus on them now because Jerry's finally got his in with her. Um, and then uh, Mickey comes in and announces he's getting married. In the last six months, has no, no, doesn't care about Beth's feelings at all. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> These are terrible people, Raquel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing, like as an adult, that I realize. That's yeah. <laughs> But also, like that, other people are pretty much mostly horrible too. Like for real. Show everyone is like very selfish. Yeah. And like only has their own interests at heart. Yeah. Oh, of course, of course, of course. But maybe that's why they're all friends that they have that in common. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. No, no normal people. I mean, I'd be in their gang. I think I'd be okay. But. I don't know. I don't know if that if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But um, so anyway, um, so the last three minutes, this is the last scene here. Last three minutes of the uh, scene wraps up at church for Mickey and Karen's wedding. Karen? Is it Karen and Jackie, maybe? Julie? Julie. I don't Julie. Know. So it's... it's so bland, you can't even like remember their names. I thought, okay, I thought Kramer went out with Karen earlier. He went to Karen's house and Karen and he met her parents. And he yes. said, and then they swapped, right? Have more in common to make yes. It. Okay. Okay. So okay. Karen's actually the one that's like getting more action from them. Like in terms of date time, not like sex action, just like, like yeah, Karen they, gets to go out with Kramer. Like, Karen than the other one. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so for whatever reason, Elaine is at this wedding with the adoption agency guy. She brings him as a date. <laughs> yeah. So Mickey invited Elaine and that he was her plus one, the adoption guy. Is that? That's yeah, but it's like she hates him in the first place. Like, right. Why would he come to this wedding? He doesn't have any other friends. I guess. <laughs> oh, I thought yeah. she invited him to the wedding. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, she couldn't oh. invite Like, she doesn't have any other male, fr- or, I mean, it doesn't have to be a man, but, like, any other friends that she could go I would have just come alone, because, like, Jerry and George are going to be there, and They're it would have been fun yeah, anyway. Best friends are already there. Yeah, so. yeah. Why would I bring this loser fucking adoption agency guy with me? <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Okay, but anyway. <laughs> By the way, I was just doing his job to keep children safe and out of the hands of people with anger problems yeah and i'm calling him an asshole for no reason (laughs) he sucks yeah yeah um george shows up sans date because his uh date went shoe shopping and i'll see her in six to eight months (laughs) do you think she went to the gap too yeah probably (laughs) yeah (laughs) um kramer shows up uh with his date who is i guess julie um, Jerry has an open seat for him, but he would just rather not sit next to Jerry because he's an anti-dentite. <laughs> Kramer all of a sudden is like so pro-dentist. Pro-dentist, yeah. yeah. He will he will give up on like his best friend yeah, to him under the bus completely. protect dentists of all people. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, Mickey and parents come in and it turns out his dad is a dentist. Wait, <laughs> is that right? His dad is a dentist. Mickey Abbott, Dr. Abbott. Yes, Mickey's dad is a dentist and he's super pissed at Jerry. Uh, Tim Watley was one of his students. And um, if Dr. Rabbit has his... Has a, called him about the... Yeah. yeah, I guess so. I mean, word travels fast in the dentite community. Oh, a lot of AOL emails are being sent. Yeah, <laughs> dentist's chat. A lot of telegrams. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> calling, calling on a, their car phone. Maybe. Right. Yeah. I mean, they made that. They made car phone money in the 90s. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so Kramer's girlfriend, Julie, is super upset that Mickey is getting married and yes. like cries and like leaves the room. Mm-hmm. So this all turned out very poorly really but and but like karen and julie both didn't seem to be interested in one more than the other like what is she crying about not at all but it so turns out she all of a sudden is like oh i love mickey and then at the end of the wedding mickey and karen are walking by and kramer 
and Karen tells Kramer, I really wanted you. <laughs> That's the last line in the show. What is the um, time spent? Because they, they go out on that first double date. Yeah. And they get married at the end of the episode. How much time has passed, do you think? I'm like four days, maybe. <laughs> like, not that much time. He's like fourth marriage, presumably. Yeah. Thrice before. Right. He would want to think about it like a little more. No, he's just all in, just going for it. And your wife. I'm a serious actor. And his wife is now really wanted Kramer and Kramer's girlfriend really wanted Mickey. So it all just is backwards. Mickey's now in this lifelong commitment, which is somebody that's in love with Kramer. Um, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> um, and she said it at the wedding, which is like so bold. Yeah. Very weird. Right after they got married. <laughs> yeah, right after, you know, they step on the glass. No, they're not Jewish. So yeah, not Jewish, but yeah, Mazel Tov. <laughs> um, Okay. Oh, and then the other wrapping up of storyline here is that Beth and Jerry are sitting there and Beth tells a dentist joke that Jerry laughs at. And uh, Jerry's like, ha ha dentist, who needs them? And what does Beth say? Beth says, not to mention the blacks and the Jews. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) 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 She ends up being the worst person in this How? in the world did she all of a sudden these like racist tendencies show up here at the end and elaine is friends with her through two marriages and a divorce and she has never yeah she's never never said anything like questionable yeah weird right yes yeah and she seems like also like very it doesn't align with any anything that we've seen of her in the episode she seems like very nice yeah very nice wants to raise a child yeah right right. but as an aryan child i guess i guess it has to be like yes an aryan baby yeah that they're going to adopt i wonder if uh that would uh keep them from getting a baby as well that probably would if they're like it up themselves by saying that and it wasn't even elaine's fault it may not have been i mean let's make that the alternate ending for this episode i think that that's the problem i think they revealed how racist beth was on their forms and uh we should write for it yeah we should write for it we should write for it yeah totally we should send a spec script to jerry seinfeld when i was taking um a sketch writing class i wrote a sketch based on Seinfeld. It was like a sign a scene from Seinfeld, basically, yeah, as a sketch. Was that please email that to me? Thank you. Oh, <laughs> if I still have it, I will. It's 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 somewhere. I'll yeah, I'll I'll, I'll see. It's a trapper keeper somewhere. I was seven. Yeah. Um <laughs> anyway, so they talk about how she went to go get her head shaped. So she's a neo-Nazi, Beth Luckner. Cool. Oh Luckner sounds like a Jewish name. Last name, yeah. And I thought she was Jewish because um, you know, Jerry was super interested in her. Yeah. All signs point to this being a Jewish person, but uh, no. No. And maybe that was the intention when they first wrote the part because yeah. she was in a previous episode. Maybe that was the intention, but then to making her an anti-Semite at the end is very much of a twist. It's very odd. It's like a sixth sense twist. Yeah, it's very M. Night Shyamalanian. Yeah. Yeah, M. Knight would be proud. Was he, was he in the episode? Did he play like a cashier at some point? He's on the for himself. Yes, that's... <laughs> there. He was there. Yeah. M. Knight Shyamalan was on Seinfeld. Look it up. <laughs> you, I mean, I could go into a tangent about him, but that would have to be another episode, how he ghost wrote She's All That, which is like a teen movie. Oh, I don't know that that's movie. He was, that's what he was doing in the 90s. Interesting. So. He's writing teen, teen comedies. He's prolific. Yeah, I guess. But anyway, um, (laughs) so there's your episode. Uh, I like the episode. Um, What do you think? Yeah, it's a great episode. It's a fun episode. As an adult. Yeah, awesome. And I'm glad I could get you back into the world of Seinfeld for a moment as an adult. And uh, thank you for talking to me. Thank you for having me. It was really fun. Awesome. All right. I'll uh, let you know when this is up and uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Thank you for being a friend. Travel.